Welcome to Your Money Counts, a podcast brought to you by Marquette Savings Bank. I, of course, am your host, Sean Fedorko. It's time to wrap up our mortgage series on this podcast, uh, but don't worry. We'll, of course, be back with, with more episodes covering many more topics. But today in our episode, we want to look back and discuss the top things that all home buyers should know. With me today are our loan officers from Marquette Savings Bank to kind of guide our discussion. But before we dive into questions, we, of course, want to know our banker. So go ahead and introduce yourselves and tell us your favorite ice cream. I'm Cora Mazina. I'm at the Albion office. I'm a branch manager and loan originator. And I have to say it's butter pecan. Oh, that's pretty tasty. Okay, good. I'm Jennifer Bond, and I'm the branch manager and a loan officer at our Peach Street office. And uh, I'd have to say probably peanut butter cup, chocolate with swirls of peanut butter in it. That's delicious. Hi, I'm Gene Sundberg. I'm with the Marsh Law Firm. Um, Rocky Road with a lot of chocolate sauce on top of it all day. I and, like I and, like the addition of the chocolate oh, sauce. Yeah, That's even, how I know it, you're it, an aficionado. It, it, yeah, it's excessive, <laughs> but it's all good. Well, we're going to dive right in with some of the you know, top things that home buyers should know. We, we're going to be pretty broad today because we're, we're looking back at a lot of what we've learned. Uh, and so you know, I know we've covered most of the these subjects in our other mortgage episodes, but this is a good summary. So uh, you know, starting off, we'll kind of go around the table. What would you say are the top things a home buyer should know about the home buying process? Jennifer, you want to kick us off? Um, I think there, there are probably a lot of things. So you might have to cut me off and stop me because I, <laughs> I might start rambling. But um, I think the best place to start for a customer if they're looking to purchase a home, whether they're a first-time home buyer or they're buying their second or third or fifth home, would be to um, start with a pre-qualification. Because the pre-qualification helps the customer understand, you know, where they're at, what sort of price range they can shop in. And um, it also gives us an opportunity as the loan officer to have some conversations with customers about the down payment and the different things that they need to take into consideration when they're determining, you know, which house they want to purchase. Could you give us a quick recap of what the pre-qualification process is? So the pre-qualification, we offer the pre-qualification a couple different ways. A customer can stop into the office or schedule an appointment with a loan officer to meet one-on-one and we can complete the application in the branch or they can um, go, they can use our website. We have a tool right on our website and they can just go right to the Marquette website. If they're corresponding with a loan officer, when we email the customer, uh, there's a link right within our email signature that allows the customer to click on the link and it redirects them right to the site and they can apply online. Either option is sufficient. I guess it depends on what the customer's preference is and their availability. But the pre-qualification allows us to take a look at the customer's um, credit, income, Uh, repayment history, credit history, things like that. And it allows us to give them a pre-qualification letter for the maximum monthly payment and the maximum loan amount that we can pre-qualify them for. So they'll know what they have to work with. Correct. I'm sure that Cora can agree that we use that as an opportunity to start conversations with customers. Um, You know, if someone comes in and they want to purchase a home, 
but they don't have any money set aside for the down payment or closing costs, then it gives us an opportunity to talk to them and, and let them know, you know, we don't offer 100% financing and that they do have to have some cash to go into the transaction. So it's, it's a good conversation starter to try to get them where they need to be. Once they've done that pre-qualification, then we can go on and work up a cost estimate worksheet based on those figures that we've calculated. And it gives them a really good idea how much money they do have to have. So if they don't have money already, they can work at saving or they can look at possibly if they have opportunities for, for relatives to gift parents, grandparents to gift them money to help them get on their way. Um, those are some of the opportunities. It also gives us an opportunity to talk about the different types of loans that we have. Like if it's a first time home buyer or if the home, sometimes the home dictates what kind of loan we can do and um, what the terms can be. So we have, we sometimes when somebody comes in for a pre-qualification for me, it can take anywhere from, you know, you could do a pre-qualification in five Five minutes, really, do it very quickly. Or sometimes it can take two hours. And I always tell people, I'm going to take as long as you want me to. And the pre-qualification, again, doesn't commit to utilizing no, Marquette. It's absolutely no commitment. It's really just a conversation where you help right. wrap your head around the numbers that could go into this it's process. It's kind of your first step in really getting to look for a house. And sometimes when people come in for a pre-qualification, they already have a house in mind. And the realtors sent them in, told them that they need to have a letter saying, you know, how much they're qualified for, that sort of thing. But um, but probably 75% of the time, they haven't really even looked yet. They're trying to f kind of f figure out what their target is. And we can really help them with that. And then once they've found someplace, then I tell them, just get in here as quickly as you can because we really want to get going as fast as we can to make it happen you know, keep everything streamlined. And we get that application on just as quickly as possible. And then that's when that's kind of the second time that you've got an idea of how much money you're going to have to have. And now, now we have specifics. We know how much the taxes are on a property. We can estimate how much their homeowners is going to be. And then now, now we're looking at what their payments are actually going to be. It's becoming more of a reality. And remind us, you know, again, we cover this in one of the other episodes, but um, looking at those payments, there's an opportunity to escrow some of the other expenses. Oh, yes. Could you define again, Jennifer, what that is? Sure. So I guess the best way that I explain the escrow feature to customers is that, in essence, it's the bank that's budgeting your um, taxes and homeowners ins insurance for you. So um, with the escrow piece, it's optional, and uh, there's no fee to escrow, and there's no fee not to escrow. And a lot of customers ask me that. Does it cost me money to have the bank escrow that for me? So basically what we do is we take the real estate taxes and the homeowner's insurance, divide that figure by 12, and we add that, one-twelfth of that, to your monthly payment each month. So when you get your tax bill in the mail or your homeowner's insurance bill in the mail, you provide that to the bank if we're escrowing it for you, and then the bank turns around and pays it for you. So again, I say it's 
in for all intents and purposes, it's it's the bank that's budgeting that for you. We're setting that money aside so when you get that tax bill that says you owe three thousand dollars for your school taxes, that you don't have to worry where am I going to get that money from? It's already been set aside. It's in your escrow account. So you know something we didn't touch on, but related to to escrow homeowners insurance. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm getting my financing through Marquette, and you say, well, you're going to need homeowner's insurance before you, you buy the house, just like you need car insurance before you can buy and drive away in a car. Where do I get the homeowner's insurance? Same people, people who do my car insurance? Sometimes. Yeah? Sometimes. It can be anyone you want. We don't specify who you get your homeowner's insurance through. We only specify how much you have to have. Like if you have a loan for 100000 you have to have at least that much in homeowner's insurance. And, and then we would defer to whatever the insurance agency would suggest. Because obviously, if you, you bought your home for $120,000, you are going to want to have it insured for at least one hundred and twenty rather than one hundred. But How long does it take to get homeowner's insurance? So say I've come in, I'm ready to buy my house, I really want to put in an offer, I've gotten pre-qualified, now I want to verify and get the yeah, loan. It, the homeowner's insurance piece is, is a, a quicker process than what the mortgage process okay. is. I mean, typically when we meet with a customer to start the application process, mm-hmm. we're having a conversation to tell them, um, you know, you need to contact a, an insurance company and start to get the ball rolling with that. But I would say it's typically just a couple business days, if that. Okay. Well, what's one of the other top things that home buyers should know? Well, I always tell people that you want to have a lender that you can trust and somebody that you feel comfortable with because you can walk into any of our Marquette offices and there's going to be somebody that you can talk to about a mortgage or about getting pre-qualified. Um, there's always either a manager, an assistant, and there's a loan originator that there that will help you with that. Um, and you don't necessarily have to walk in because like Jennifer mentioned, we have a great online system that you can apply online if you like. But it is the biggest purchase that you're going to make of your life. And um, it's not something that you do every day. It is somewhat complicated. There's a lot of element, different elements to it. Like Gene has a big part in the closing, and he's actually done a lot of legwork before you get to closing. But um, these are all things that um, we w- at Marquette help you all along the way, and we'll make sure that all these items are taken care of where sometimes you don't know that. Like I've had customers that have started the process somewhere else and then it got to be overwhelming. And and they they come in and and because they did their banking with us and they they come in and say I, I shouldn't have gone there. I shouldn't have even started it. I'm like it's okay. We can help you. You, you know, we'll see where they're at and if we need to you know, kind of pick up the ball and get rolling with it, we will. But people should know, even if they've begun the process somewhere else, they're not locked in. If the process isn't going well, or if they already work with Marquette and they just like to consolidate all those services under one roof, they can come over to Marquette. In Absolutely. The okay. Sean, I see that. I see that all the time in, in, in my practice where um, people are appreciating when they're buying their their first home or they're refinancing a home, they have someone to contact like Jennifer and Cora to go see instead of just online communicating or long distance that they have someone because you're going to have these questions. So you're going to be able to go in and see them or send them an email and follow up on a telephone. You have actually a person to communicate with throughout that entire process. And there's, you know, Marquette, that's what they do day in and day out. There's no one better than them doing that. Uh, so they're going to be able to walk those people through that and give them a comfort level throughout that process 
that they have someone in their corner taking care of them. And if they sidestepped and needed to get back in line with someone like Marquette, Marquette will, will be able to take care of those people. I've had any number of people who have called me and said, Gene, I need, you know, I just wasn't, it wasn't handled the way I needed it to. And they're coming to Marquette and Marquette's able to pick up the ball and run with it and get them to that closing um, so that they can actually have that first time home. Well, Gene, you know, let's stick with you for a moment. From an attorney's point of view, is there anything else we haven't covered yet? Well, uh, um, there, there's what I what I know is that having Marquette to be able to call or when they're using or working with me, that if you have a question or a problem, you call us. I think that's invaluable as part of this entire process is to have access to someone uh, who's going to walk you through the loan process, who's going to trust the relationship. The, trust the relationship. And, and I always tell people, I tell people at the closing, just because <laughs> this closing is done, that doesn't mean that, that, that our services end. If something comes in the mail that you're not sure about, call me. Well, and we, we talked about this in another episode, you know, uh, banks may sell a loan, but the servicing of that loan will always stay with Marquette. Right. So even when I'm, you know, on my 29th year of paying off my 30-year mortgage, I might still be talking to the same person that I met at Marquette the day I bought the house. Absolutely. Good chance you will. Well, that's kind of reassuring. Yeah, so I like is. that. It is. Um, well, what else? You know, c keep hitting me with uh, points that are coming to mind. Jennifer, anything coming up? Um, Cora? I, I think one of the things, you know, that people need to keep in mind is that, you know, to be prepared for the process, to keep it moving along smoothly. Um, you know, when somebody comes in to to do that pre-qualification, we also want to remind them to get all of their, their ducks in a row as far as, you know, their financials. Um, it's our responsibility to do our due diligence when we underwrite a loan request to make sure that we can verify a customer's deposits and their income and things like that. So um, I think that's another important tip when somebody's thinking about buying a home, you know, start saving your pay stubs, you know, get your tax returns, get those um, set aside, um, and a paper trail for your deposits. Mm -hmm. I know we've talked in some of our other podcasts about, um, you know, having funds for closing. And um, we, again, have to do our due diligence to make sure that we can verify the funds that the customer has for closing. So, you know, making sure that the funds that you're going to use for the transaction are in a checking or a savings or some account where we can see that on a statement. Um, I think that's important to make sure that they're they're getting things prepared. And, and let's say, uh, you know, I might not have all those funds. Mm -hmm. What programs might there be that we want to remind listeners the name of and the terms of to help them through this first-time process? We have, uh, in fact, the program will be opening uh, usually in the spring. There's the first front door. It's a great program for uh, first-time home buyers, and we will be able to tell you if you qualify for things like that, and if you do, we're automatically going to send you that way. Uh, we're going to tell you what you have to do in order to get those free monies. Um, and most of, most of the programs have some kind of a match. So the first front door program is great. I mean, it, it matches three to one. So if you spend, um, it'll match up to $5,000 for a first time home buyer. Um, and it, it, there are some, um, there are income guidelines and, and different guidelines that we have to go by. But if, 
if you're sitting in front of me and I think you're going to qualify, we're going to have a chat about it. Um, where, you know, if you're, if you're doing an application online, they're not going to know about that particular program. That's, that's somewhat well, they, local. They, they haven't built that relationship with you to kind of right. tease out that information. Right. Any other programs we should know about? We actually have a first time home buyer program. It's called the hometown mortgage program. Um, and it's a really nice program where uh, if, if a customer is looking to purchase a home um, and the purchase price can't exceed $70,000, um, the minimum down payment, if it's a single family owner-occupied dwelling, is just 3% down. And if it's a two-unit, then the minimum down payment is 5%. And it's a really nice program that Marquette offers, and they partner with the Marsh firm because uh, Marquette uh, discounts their fees for that program, as does the Marsh firm. So, Sean, we're, we're excited to be part of that program. We cut our fees in half. It's a first-time home buyer. Why do you, you do that? Well, you know what? Because... Marquette and our office is, is, is invested in Erie, and we want to see young people being able to, to get into a home and make Erie a better place to, to be uh, raise a family and be here. So we're more than happy. We, we cut our fees in half when you qualify for the first-time home buyer. So you're really looking at the holistic health of the community. You know that more people buying more homes, maintaining those homes, investing in those homes, participating in you know the local – city's economy and its culture, that makes things better for Marquette, better for Marsh, and better for you as people who get to spend your time now with these new neighbors that you've helped get into a home and move into your communities. And Sean, Erie is, and the Erie community as a whole. That's, I like that that's story. the beneficiary. Right. Absolutely. It's not only available in Erie, Erie County, it's also available in Crawford County. And, and really, we, we honor that first-time homebuyer program, the um, throughout our footprint, so well, I love that. I love, you know, the whole region, this whole mm-hmm. whole Great Lakes region, which is really attracting and retaining some of the young professionals you're talking about, who are these ho- first time home buyers, and many of our listeners. Um, it's great that they can access um, all of these resources. So I feel like this has been a good recap. If anybody listening didn't recognize a term or wasn't sure about something we discussed, maybe you missed an episode. I encourage you to look back. Uh, and pull out some of the more detailed discussions we had with a lot of the other Marquette staff. We're going to wrap it up now. Is there any last piece of advice, short and sweet, that you want to deliver to a listener as they kind of look at their first-time home buying process? I think that working with a bank that is local, that's been headquartered here for over 100 years, that has... um, you know, the personal touch that Marquette does, we review every every application, every credit report on a case-by-case basis. And um, we do everything that we can to try to work with every customer. And it's very um, – it feels really good to be able to say that. That's great. Absolutely. Well, you listening, uh, audience, you can go to MarquetteSavings.bank if you want to schedule an appointment uh, with – either you know of our loan officers here today or many of the others who work within Marquette. That meeting can be face-to-face. It can be over the phone. It can be online. But Marquette's here, as you've heard today, to help you as a very intimate bank through this home buying process. The Your Money Counts podcast has been brought to you by Marquette Savings Bank. I am your host, Sean Fedorko. Marquette is an equal housing lender and a member FDIC, and we hope that you will tune in to future episodes. Thank you. Thank you.